Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. So let's go ahead and get the personal stuff out of the way. And right at the jump, it's this will be easy. And I think it'll be a short episode today because the big news, unfortunately, is being dominated by an idiot. So I'm going to keep this brief for today's episode. Personal, right? Primary Endeavor continues. We had a really good meeting with the our internal customer and pretty much exposed the business overall, you know, the, the idea that pretty much I can kill it every time I'm in the meeting. <laughs> I had to jump to a different meeting because it was double booked. And when I jumped to the other meeting, that meeting was pretty smooth. I just had to kind of narrate it, right? So then I said, I'll, I'll come back once this wraps up. I get back in there and all hell broke loose again. Because apparently, you know, the guy that said, you know, I got lit up, he was asking questions. And there's nothing wrong with his questions. It's just I seem to be the only one that's able to keep the customer calm. And you got to be really careful about what words you use. So I get back in there and, you know, I can tell that things went off the rails. It went longer than it was supposed to. Like this should have been a 30-minute meeting. And it went over 10 minutes, over an hour. So I, I knew you know, look, I just, it is what it is. And it was double booked. It is what it is. So she showed up like 20 minutes late. So that delayed my show and tell section. I only needed like five minutes, but we didn't get a chance to kind of dig in and ask the questions where I could have kept it on track. So it was a big fiasco. That's why I don't like, by the way, when these companies, they'll try to sneak a meeting in between two other meetings, right? Because it never works out. You always running late. You never get stuff done. It's not the right answer. And you have to keep doing it. And I don't know why. But in this situation, it just, again, I, they don't want to get my credit. It's just, I that's, I just kill it. You know, whenever I'm in there, I just know how to do that. That's how I roll, ladies and gentlemen. And me, and they actually brought up, by the way, this the topic of FTX came up, which is interesting. I didn't realize. But this FTX business, I'll be briefly talking about it here in a moment, is outside the bubble, folks because mainstream media is covering it like it's this big hoopla and it is right because it pretty much crashed the business. But I, I was surprised. We're talking kind of a generation that normally wouldn't care about cryptocurrency 
However, they were fully aware of what happened. They were fully aware of the impacts. They were fully aware how bad it is and the billions of dollars. So this is outside the crypto bubble, ladies and gentlemen, and that's not good. I'm going to tell you why here momentarily. So like I said, I'm not going to spend too much time on this business because unfortunately the news is being dominated by this garbage about FTX. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Uh, that's just what people want to talk about is FTX, 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 and it is what it is. And I would rather, you know, like it's a big deal. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be aware and empowered to make decisions right of our own portfolio. But I never like when I see some of this garbage and it just dominates the airways. Like we're talking, nobody wants to talk about anything else other than that. The news was all over everything FTX from the Binance acquire Binance acquire them to they're gonna FTX.us is gonna crap here soon to the Bahamas is gonna leave something very open versus all this other stuff. And it's hard because you're trying to me, right? You're trying to provide a diversity of news that is relevant because be, since it's so all over the place, chances are you've heard of what's going on with FTX at a high level. I covered more specifics on the previous episode at CryptoTalkRadio.net. So it's like, all right, I, it's not that I want to ignore it, but there's other things that I think are important and it's harder to find them when these big things happen. So in summary, what I'm saying, all I'm saying, I would like to speak about a diversity of things. It's not that I'm avoiding FTX. I believe that it's been kind of beat to death because so many coverage arenas have, have talked about it already that there's no reason to continue doing it. So if somebody is truly interested in any deeper details, what I'll ask you is join us in our Discord channel. You can easily get to there, cryptotalkradio.net slash Discord. Join us there if you have any questions around FTX. We are building a community and we're happy to help. It doesn't cost you anything. Just to come and chat with people that are serious about cryptocurrency. I mentioned that ultimately that's the community I want to build, right? So that I can do the high level coverage and then we have the community helping each other's around things like this, that there are some people that are deeper curious because we know it has broader impacts. I'm not dismissing the impacts at all. Please don't take it as that. I'm just tired of it, to be quite frank, honest with you. So I'm going to cover diversity in news at the very top of this business because I was surprised and somewhat pleasantly so. Board 8 Yacht Club, you know, the, the eight garbage entities that I said are crap, I, and I feel they're crap. They're in some ways offensive, but bottom line, they're crap to me. It's uh, NFT prices. They're going down, and this was triggered from the FTX. I don't know the direct correlation. I am saying that, yes, it's gone down. I know that ETH, Ethereum's price dips, which are significant, are playing a factor because, of course, Board Ape, I believe, was minted on the Ethereum chain. So it feels like it's more of a domino effect. It doesn't feel like there's a direct correlation, more of an indirect impact of this. Now, right now, as of today, I went, ran some numbers, and this is how stupid this is. The cheapest available Board 8 Yacht Club NFT right now is 57 ETH. The, you hear me say that 57 ETH, that's almost 80 grand. And that's the cheapest available. And this is when it's down because at the peak, it was over 150 ETH, right? Close to, or actually over 400 grand for this garbage. Now, I'm not saying you get other perks and all that stuff, but come on, man. To tell me that it's worth even now close to 80 grand for this crap, I will never, ever 
see a reason why. I understand what it does. I'm saying that that's grossly overpriced. Let me put this in perspective here. With this Yacht Club garbage, like even the Dolce & Gabbana line doesn't rip you off like that. And they are actually padded profit. It's nothing but profit. And yet it doesn't go anywhere near that high. I believe these jokers are ripping people off and as long as there's a, an audience of people want to buy it, a celebs or whatever, cool. I believe that ultimately we should not support that. Uh, personally, I don't think we support inflated ass prices. I apologize for that, but I'm really frustrated seeing the numbers that I saw because it's not acceptable to be gouging people like that. Even if you do have idiots who are stupid enough to pay that much. Like, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm moving on. Gary Gensler, the SEC came out as we expected he would, as I told you he would, and nobody gave less of my credit. He came out and said, see this FTX right here? I mean, the regs are there. They just ain't complying deep, 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 because that's what we expected. Quote, it's as old as finance. When you mix together a bunch of customer money, non-disclosure and leverage, borrowing against it, and inside the company trading, investors get hurt. So what he's talking about is when you have this situation and you're enabling people to get ripped off as in, I talked about the various finance, quote unquote, companies that are spinning up and trying to do this and allow borrowing of money, trading of money, lending of money, leveraging positions, all of these that they're tenuous positions. You're basically robbing Peter to pay Paul in many situations. And it only takes one. It's like a house of cards, really one pull and the whole thing comes crashing down. That's essentially what happened with Voyager. It's what happened with Celsius. What happened here? And Gary Gensler just keeps saying the regs are pretty clear. That's why it's security. That's why it is. And that's why we have the laws and we need them to comply deep. And more of these failures cause the United States government to just build up evidence of why we should lock this stuff down. And crypto never learns because there's still, for whatever reason, I know why, greedy. There's still this rush to those organizations because people are greedy, right? They rush to those and then that just causes them to crash. That Sam, whatever, Bankman, whatever, Freed, idiot with his poof hair. Th this, like you look at this guy and you, why would you trust somebody that looks like that with your money? I talked about these crypto bros that look like bums. They dress like bums. This guy looks like he lives in a basement somewhere. And yet, yes, he had significant amounts of wealth and people trust him with the money. And a sucker's born every minute, apparently. All that does is cause eyes on the United States government. And maybe that's what we want. Like, maybe that's what society's asking for. Maybe crypto's asking, you know, government, come on, lock us down. We're going to keep on screwing up until you come lock us down. We're going to keep on playing these games until you lock us down. I don't know what it's going to take until we learn. I truly don't. Speaking of this FTX business, Tether, USDT, who, uh, you know, administers USDT, froze over $40 million worth of USDT that was somehow linked to this FTX. So that of course created more sentiment loss. Now I've got a bit of good news, which is that although USDT started to have these issues related to this, and then UST, which is Terra started to have a connected impact on the other things. Binance USD is actually thriving because of this and is somewhat, not greatly, but somewhat trending upward. Of course, it's a stable coin, so its price can only go so far, but the acceptance of Binance USD as a stable coin contradicts Tether, which currently has dominance in the market. USDC, which is by circle, has its own set of dominance as well. Many of the exchanges pair to USDC. 
we still don't have on the centralized exchange side significant pairs with Binance USD. It has never been at the forefront. It's always been USDC, USDT. If Binance USD can get enough of the market share, it may be able to disrupt some of the monopoly that's out there with USDT because USDT by and large has a pair on almost everything you can think of. And that had not changed until we saw with UST and the crash of Terra, where all of a sudden the exchanges started adding USDC as a pair as kind of a fallback approach. That's rare, but now the game's changed once again. Well, how does that affect you? If you're going to a central exchange, no longer is it as easy as in USDT, out USDT. Now you got to think a little bit harder about the stable coin that is going to be in or out of whatever it is that you're doing. And you're going to need to make sure in your mind, okay, this is what I wanted to do. And here's how I want it to work and kind of go from there. If, if you're not comfortable doing that, like you're not really comfortable with USDT for some reason, maybe you prefer USDC and that's okay. Just be aware it's a different ball game now. And at some point we're going to need to rethink the game a little bit. I want to talk about the main coins, and this is just from my, I'm just giving my perspective on where we're at and where we're going, and it's simply my perspective. There is no hard data around what I'm saying. This is just my feelings, my gut feelings on the matter. So Bitcoin, it dipped a lot. It went down to like $16,000 at the lowest, rebounded ever slightly, is now trending back downward expected to go down over the next month, somewhere around the $15,000 range from what I can see. I want to stress, as I've said multiple times, and I know you're sick of hearing me say it, I believe the long term is in a good spot. However, the elections played a factor in what we see. The Gary Gensler's in the world play a factor in what we see. FTX was a curveball that, although you could kind of see it from a mile away, point is the severity of it, I think, caused some problems. And so these disrupt any sort of predictions people might make. That's why I say it's just based on what I see, but what I see is frequently changing, which is unfortunate, but it's the truth. I still maintain that we're in a good spot overall. It's just that in the short term, we're going to have some pain. And I talked about based on the elections that we might be en route to a bear winner, primarily because of we didn't get the blowout that was expected. So we don't, aren't going to be getting greedy MFers in office which means we're going to keep hearing about this lockdown of crypto and the FTX fiasco made that worse. Yes. Well, I'm a little bit more optimistic, but not greatly. So on Ethereum, it's not nearly as bad as it initially was projected, but it is trending downward. The theory, and it's only a theory is that for the next two quarters ish, we're going to start seeing more dips. Some people will take that as it's time to get out of this business. We went this before, I believe that was what 2008, we went this before, it's going to happen again where there's going to be people that just say, screw this crypto thing and I'm out of it. I believe the inverse is also going to happen in the long play. The long play is we're going to get people that are heavily bullish when the prices go to a significant low and they're going to be stacking bags like crazy on the things that they believe in. We also look at the stock market and we see the stock market is nowhere near in the level of pain. It's certainly down, but nowhere near the level of pain we see in cryptocurrency. That tells me that what we are seeing is somewhat of a blip. This was then reflected when I look at the price of, for example, Terra Luna Classic. Terra Luna Classic is actually in a pretty good spot. It's actually down by a pretty good margin. 
but it's holding the line. It's holding its position. It's not completely trashing and crashing and burning as many people might have expected that it should do. Terra Classic as in UST, the stable coin, not so good, not in a good spot. It is expected to go up and because it's so low, <laughs> even if it goes up a couple pennies, that's still significant depending on the investment. This is not a call for you to invest in it. I'm saying that as it stands right now, the Terra Luna Classic is actually holding very well considering what's happening with all the other tokens. Bitcoin is reasonably holding, but it's believed it's going to go down. It's not going to be able to hold the momentum for very long. It has a strong bearish sentiment. Does uh, Bitcoin associated? Ethereum seems to have a general bearish sentiment, but not as heavy as Bitcoin. What does that tell me? That tells me that Many of the smart contracts and D apps and everything else that people are trying to spin up are kind of helping to hold the line a little bit. But at the end of the day, if you got sell pressure, you got sell pressure. If you are in any of the tokens, and like I said, the core coins, it's up to you what you choose to do with your money. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your money. I will tell you this, as I've repeatedly said on episodes, you've heard me. I believe we're going to be okay in the long term. I believe it's going to all work itself out. I believe that it is temporary. Unfortunately, there are factors outside of the control of you or I that are causing this sentiment. It's not crypto itself. However, the mistakes of certain people in cryptocurrency are contributing to the negative sentiment. We're not going to get past that in the short term is the point. I do see sunny skies ahead in the long term to a greater degree than what we saw before. For example, I believe the Binance coin BNB, when I say Binance coin, BNB in the long distant future is going to be significantly higher than where it is right now. I believe anybody who's investing in the BNB coin or any of the token projects that are on the BNB chain, possibly with the exception of like, you know, Seifu and liberal and that kind of stuff. But I'm talking like the other projects that like a market move as an example, I believe if you invest in those long-term, you're going to make out good. This is my theory. It is not a strong prediction. It is a theory based on everything that I see that you could be in a very good spot leading out of possibly 2023. So like in 2024, we could be in a very good spot price-wise. Well, you're like, well, it's a long way away. And what do I do until then? And I can't answer that for you. And I want to stress that I can't make any sort of direct statement for you what to do. All I can do is share what I see and share what I plan to do about it, which is for me, continue to invest in the core coins because I believe they cannot steer you wrong, in my personal opinion. And simply make the statement that it appears to me as though pretty much the Binance coin is gonna be all right in the distant long term. Bitcoin is going to recover, but I don't believe it's gonna recover to the degree that we saw in 2021. I don't believe it's gonna get that high again for at least a couple more years. We've got a long way to go to rebuild what has been lost with Bitcoin because unfortunately, we've allowed the industry to damage it as of a project, you know, overall. And so we're gonna need to undo some of that damage. A lot of this hinges on the war. A lot of it hinges on regulation. A lot of it hinges on stupidity of people like this Bankman Freed dude. A lot of this hinges off the idiot Vitalik. A lot of this hinges off the idiot Zuckerberg. you got to understand that there's all these different factors that should not be affecting it, but they are because we've allowed them in. Now, what's the upside of what I just said? The upside is if you believe in cryptocurrency, 
Whether you do or don't is up to you. I'm saying if you do, if you believe in cryptocurrency, I think when you see an extreme dip, because we expect there will be one, an extreme dip, anybody who chooses to kind of hold the line and stack bags off that extreme dip is going to make a lot of money in the long term. That's my prescient theory right now. Do I have any foundation for this? Only based on what I believe of Ethereum in particular and Bitcoin to a secondary degree. I have said and will say, and I'm on record, and I'm going to hold to this. It appears that Ethereum is en route to go beneath the $900. I said if it gets beneath $900, I'll do live karaoke on the YouTube channel. I'm still firm. I will hold to what I said. You can hold me accountable. I will do it. I already had the song picked out because once I saw that this extreme down is anticipated and a bare winter likely because of sentiment, I already had the song picked out, ready to go for the YouTube channel to sing live karaoke because I'm a man of my word. That's how I work. So I will tell you in closing, I I understand people that are kind of nervous and feeling eh, and I completely get it. And if you don't, if you can't hold it, like it just, it's affecting you emotionally or mentally, please don't stay in it. If it's truly affecting you, you know it, you know the feeling. Don't stay in it if it's affecting you. Don't let it affect you because it's going to have its ups and downs. We, I told you that. This is one of those down points, unfortunately, with cryptocurrency. And it's been going down for a while. We pretty much did not have very good of a 2022. 2021 was amazing, but now we have to look back and see, well, a lot of that was probably just pump and dump, True, truthfully. Just an extreme pump prior to the excessive dumps. And then, unfortunately, and I do believe this, the rise of the current president played a factor in why certain people are less confident in cryptocurrency because the current people in office don't support cryptocurrency. That creates a negative sentiment across the board. Long term, I think we'll be okay, ladies and gentlemen. All you, all I can do is ask that you kind of have confidence in me when I say that. As I said earlier, you know, when Ethereum went down to 900-ish and I said, now's probably the time to buy and it jumped up to like $1,800, you doubled your money if you did that, right? If you still hold a line because you're just not one of those that'll sell and you just stack and stack and stack, people, are gonna, I believe, people are going to make a lot of money in the long term. In the short term, everybody's feeling the pain and I'll continue to tell you and you'll hear me repeat myself. Keep a roof over your head. Keep the bills paid. Keep people fed because that's what's important. Don't let this thing get to you. Don't yellow into stuff. Be safe. Be smart about it. Just don't let it get to you when you see red. It's all a trap. Treat it like a discount if you believe in the cryptocurrency. Don't treat it as a failure unless it's a garbage token. If it's a garbage token, then you're at high risk. But if you're one of the core coins, as I said, they can never steer you wrong. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form. The link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of smart, strong, smart investors, the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that will say the word Kek. We want the ones that... Treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. 
be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.